weiß Bescheid. Welcome to all Caribbean entrepreneurs. If you've been ready and waiting to take your business digital and get paid online while you sip something strong on the beach, this podcast is for you. We'll hear from the Caribbean's finest entrepreneurs on topics like e-commerce, business development, brand building, social media, their wins and failures. This is the only place in the region helping you navigate the digital age from the Caribbean's perspective. This is Digipreneur FM. And now, let's give it up for the Digiboss himself, Mr. Karan Rose. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You folks are far too kind. We are back live inside the Digipreneur FM podcast. It's your boy, Mr. Karan Rose. And we have another exciting episode for you. Today's beautiful audio masterclass is all about the six ways your website can help grow your business. Now, we are in the digital age, and in these times, you need assets. You need digital assets to really help grow your business. You need touch points where people can be able to log on to your um, or use any sort of digital medium to be able to connect to your business. And we've seen in this pandemic, the people who were still able to survive and thrive during these, during these trying times, they had a digital presence. They were able to allow their community, their clients, their customers to still interact with their brand and still conduct business with their brand. And the, the companies, or the entrepreneurs that really struggled during this time were typically those that were a bit more traditional, did not have too much of an online presence or were unable to figure out, you know, how to, you know, get their products or services done via a digital means, right? I mean, that rule is not hard and fast, but, uh, you know, for the most part, the people that did survive, you know, had a digital presence. So, here in the Caribbean, you know, the majority of businesses are still very traditional. They're still offline. People still don't fully understand the digital space. They still don't understand, you know, how social media works, how e-commerce works, um, different digital assets like your website, your email list, a text list. You know, the list goes on, right? These are still uh, fairly new concepts for the region because for the most part, nobody has had uh, a full reason to really make the switch. And so when the pandemic hit and it hit hard, you know, the majority of the region was pretty much unprepared. They were unprepared. And if you were you know, one of the luckier businesses that you had your digital assets set up before the pandemic, you know, you may have had to have made some tweaks, but you pretty much had the infrastructure uh, to still conduct your business. For digital entrepreneurs, you know, like myself, the pandemic really gave our business a push. In my, in my business, I teach uh, Caribbean entrepreneurs and business owners how to take their businesses online. So you would imagine that, you know, business 
when at the start of the pandemic, business was there was a boom, right? And all of the other business owners that I know that kind of play in the space or offer a service or offer a tool to help um customers or clients navigate the digital space or to help them get paid online, everybody's seen an increase in business. So today's episode, I want to break down, you know, six ways your website can help grow your business because this is a point. This is still a a sore point in the region. We still have businesses that think that they can just get by with social media and the the thought of a website is either, you know, they don't get it because they don't understand what it actually does beyond just a place to list their products. Well, why would I need a website to list products if I could just use social media to list products, right, is the train of thought. And then when you, when they go to web developers um, in the region and they hear some of the prices that people want to charge to build websites, you know, the, the value doesn't add up for them. They don't see where the return on investment is going to come um, if it's just a place for them to list products. And it's really because most business owners don't understand what a website actually is, what it does uh, in, in, in 2021. So I'm going to break down six of my top uh, ways that your website can help you grow your business. So if you guys are ready, you know, get ready with your your notepads, your pens, you know, hopefully you guys are in a position to take some notes. If not, if you are on the treadmill right now getting your exercise in or you're running some errands or you're in the car driving, you know, time to make some mental notes, right? All right, let's get this started. So the number one way that your website can help grow your business, and this is one of my favorite ones, is discoverability. Your website gets indexed by the search engines and can appear when people type in questions or queries into the search engines related to what is being offered on your platform. So think about it. Pretty much almost every sale starts with a Google search. Now, what do we use Google for? What do we use Bing for? We use search engines typically to ask questions. We ask questions on the search engines. We are then provided with a long list of links. Um, we also get, you know, um, some videos and then you can also search by pictures, but page one is typically the standard search engine results page is usually a page full of links. And the businesses that have links on page one that are in relation to the question that we that we have asked on the search engines, you guys know how we do. We look at the first three or four to see which one makes the most sense. We open up a couple of tabs, and whichever business typically answers our question the best is usually who gets the phone call. It's usually who gets the um, a client to book on their platform or purchase the product. The business that answers the question to the best of their ability that solves our problem is usually who we end up doing business with. So being discoverable is is huge because we Google before we just, you know, pick up the phone now. The buyer's journey starts with the Google search. And the one thing I'd always recommend to, to business owners is that you need to be on the end of as many Google searches as possible within your niche. 
So you should be learning how to do things like search engine optimization so that you are you get familiar with the tools that allow you to tap into the data sets from Google or from Bing that will allow you to see, well, what are all of the questions that people are asking within your industry and within your country? And if you know what those questions are, what the queries are that they're looking for, you can now create the relevant product or service or content on your platform and then optimize it so that when it does get indexed by the search engines, the search engines know um, what to do with your content and how and who to serve it up uh, when the searchers are placing their, their, their questions and queries on the platform. So if your business knows, you know, all of the questions and the questions are always going to be changing because the industries are always changing. But if your business is staying up to date with everything happening within your space, you guys are looking at the data. You're not guessing. You're not just taking polls on social media and running with that. No, you are actually learning how to use SEO tools to mine the data to see exactly what people are searching for. So you get the search volumes. You can see what questions are in relation to specific countries. You get all of that data, right? So when you get all of that data and you answer the questions to your for your people, um, the more questions that you can answer, when people are typing those questions onto Google, if your business is the one that keeps on coming up, coming up, coming up, and it looks like, you know, you have all the answers within your space, that's how people build trust with your brand. And ultimately, they're going to be calling you. They're going to be booking you. They're going to do business and purchase your products with you. So discoverability is huge. Your website does it. Search engines are indexing websites. They scan for your content, and when people are Googling or they're binging, the search engines are offering up the links to people's websites for you to get more information, right? So the, the number one way that I really believe that websites help grow your business is the discoverability factor. They help go out and get leads. They get clients. They get customers for your business. Reason number two, being on being on the internet and having your website automatically makes your brand international. People can find your business from anywhere in the world. So as long as you have a website, remember the internet is global. As long as you have a website, anybody will be able to tap into your brand. So people are going to be able to type a question, type a query into the search engine and they're going to be able to find your website, you know, providing that, you know, you did the, you did proper SEO optimization to allow the, the search engines to offer up your website as a result for anybody that's interested in finding your business. When we look at our Google analytics or our Bing analytics, we can see, you know, we get a ton of traffic from outside of our home country. And that's typically because people all over the world are looking for questions and queries to things, and maybe they might not get the answer in, in their specific country, or maybe they're looking for other countries um, with a similar size or a similar culture or whatever to see you know, how another country or how somebody else is solving those issues in those countries. And let me go and learn from those guys to see what I can bring back to the, to the home country. So having your website 
And getting it online automatically makes your brand and business international. People are going to be able to find you from anywhere in the world and providing if you have your e-commerce um, system set up properly and you're able to, you know, pr- deliver your physical goods or deliver your, 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 your digital products, or your services, um, people can conduct business with you from anywhere in the world. Reason number three. And I want you guys to really let this sizzle in your spirit. It extends the sales time of your business. I'm going to say that again. Your website extends the sale time of your business. It extends the hours of operation of your business. People can now book calls, buy products at their own time. E-commerce allows for passive income and ultimately allows you for your business to scale. So think about your own shopping habits, right? Now, I know that um, the majority of you, if not all of you that are listening to this podcast, all shop on Amazon, right? Now think about it. When is the best time for you to shop on Amazon? For me... It's never between the hours of 8 to 4. I'm busy doing other stuff. But there's something about that 9 p.m., you know, 10 p.m. Heck, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't sleep. And I might get a notification of a flash sale or something or a reminder that I had something in a cart. And I might just click on the notification and log on to Amazon. And before you know it, I'm placing orders at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. There is no time limit for when to shop on Amazon. And I don't have to speak to nobody to conduct a business. That is how we need Caribbean businesses across the region and diaspora to think about their own business. Your website needs to be that hub where clients and customers alike can come to your platform and do business with you at their time, at any time they choose. What happens is, is the majority of you don't have websites, but y'all have social media, and you think that's that's okay. Now, social media has its use. However, when it comes to building your business and extending the hours of operation um, for your business, the social media, we don't have the same access in the Caribbean as markets like the U.S., so we don't have... Um, direct settlement. People cannot, um, we don't have the new version of Facebook shops. We don't have Instagram shops here in the entire Caribbean region, which means that people cannot, you know, add to cart on Facebook or or add to cart on Instagram shops and, and purchase products on the platform. We don't have that. All the only thing we can do is create posts, right? And then people have to DM us to place orders. But that means that you always have to respond to somebody's message in order to do business with them. But what happens when you're sleeping? You guys are missing out on the most important type of sale, which is the impulse buyer. The impulse buy is the number one sales generating activity for any business because people see something and they want it now for now. We are in the time, we're in a time period where, again, we don't have patience for a lot of these things. We just we, we, we do our homework, and whenever we feel satisfied that we know exactly what product we want, we just want to add to cart and buy. The minute I have to 
Go on social media. I see you have a product I want. I say, wow, okay, I want to order. I realize you don't have a website. I already have a decision to make. Is this product worth enough headache with me having to now DM the person and then I have to wait for you to reply? And then because Instagram has three different message folders, your primary, general, and then the spam filter, my message, because we're not connected, might go to your spam filter. You might be too busy processing other stuff and not seeing my messages. And then you might respond you know, hours later, some businesses are responding days later. And by the time you, by the time you finish responding, I might have had time to find somebody else and order the product on their website. So when you come back with your price or how to do business with you, I'm like, yo, I'm, I already have the product in my house. You took too long. So when you miss out on that impulse buy, you lose out on a lot of business. And not having a website that's integrated with an e-commerce solution, if you are simply relying on people to DM you and ask you about the price or ask you about the order process or to place an order and you have to action that message in order to do business, you are losing out on money because you're giving customers the opportunity to shop around. I want people to be able to see my product and if it, if, if it checks all the right boxes, they must be able to add to cart by one time and then their money's already in my bank account and I just have to worry about fulfilling the order. So your website extends the hours of operation for your business. If you are just using social media um, and you're in the Caribbean, you do not have access to e-commerce directly on those platforms. So people need to message you in order to do business. And then you are limited to always having to respond to messages in order to do business. That's not a good, that's not scalable, right? Y'all are missing messages. And how many messages you guys want to answer today? What happens if you put out a banger product and you get a thousand messages in that one day? There's only so many messages you're going to be able to answer. It's not scalable. All right. So where are we? We're on, uh, we're on number what? Four. We're on number four. So the fourth way your website can help grow your business is it collects data for you. So your website, you're going to be able to integrate an email list. You can build a notification list. You can build a pixel list for retargeting. And I'll touch on that briefly. And you're able to add a CRM so you can track the movements and understand how people are finding you and what's working for you in your business um, and which one of your marketing activities are, you know, what's working for you. So let's break that down a little bit. We know that when you're using social media, we have to fight against the algorithm, our good old arch nemesis, the algorithm, the algorithm. <laughs> Having an email list allows you for direct communication to your consumers. So when you have your website and you integrate um, any one of your email email service providers into your website and people subscribe to your email list, you now can communicate directly to them with no algorithm in between. So if you have 100 people in your list, when you send out an email blast, 100 people receive it, right? It's not like social media where social media, um, the last time I checked, Facebook only shows your content to 0.4% of your entire following list. And Instagram is right there. LinkedIn has one of the higher ones, but that's still only like, I think like four or 5% of your list actually sees your content, which is still a heck of a lot better than, you know, Facebook and Instagram. 
Social media is a pay-to-play game. They want you to pay for ads to boost your own content to the rest of your followers. And then maybe you'll get some new ones that were not following you. But an email list allows you to send a direct communication, a direct blast to them, and everybody on that list will get it. Now, whether they open it is a different question, but at least they got it. A notification list. When you guys are going to websites, you guys are going to see things like, hey, do you want to keep up to date with all the happenings within the business? Yes or no. And then with the web push notifications, what that means is that when someone subscribes to the notification um, list from your website, you can now send out um, you can send out notifications directly to people's um, computers, their tablets, and their mobile phones. Years ago, this was the number one reason why most people wanted to get apps, because if you had an app installed on someone's phone or their tablet, you can use direct push notifications through the app to get onto people's uh, mobile and tablet devices. But now with web push notifications, people can come to your website, subscribe to your notification list, and then you can send out notification blasts, and that would show up as a notification on someone's computer, whether it's a Mac or iOS or Linux. Um, They can also receive those notifications on their tablets and receive those notifications on their phones. And those things are clickable. So when those notifications come in, you can, you know, add links, you can add pictures, people can click on it, and then it would direct them to, you know, a product page or a sales page, or it can direct them to wherever you want to go, because you're going to be able to put those links in the notifications. So that's a really important list to build. The pixel list and what your pixel is, is it, it's a piece of tracking code that's on your website. So if somebody comes to your website and they don't subscribe to your email list, they don't subscribe to your notification list, you will never know who came to your website. There's no way for you to know who came to your website. So what a pixel can do, and there's a couple of different pixels out there. Uh, the most popular ones is, you know, your, your, your Twitter pixel, your Facebook pixel, there's a Google pixel, and there's a couple other ones in the market as well. Um, but Facebook is definitely one of the more popular ones. So I'll use that as an example. So when people come to the website, if they do not, dis- if they do not subscribe to your email list or they do not subscribe to your notification list, again, you will not know who came to your website. But if you have a pixel, a tracking pixel on your website, everybody that visits your website, they will get tagged by that tracking pixel. So in the case of the Facebook pixel, what we could then do is we could log on to Facebook and then we can create an audience. And when you're creating an audience, you always have to select, you know, where the data is coming from in order to generate that audience. So you can say on Facebook, hey, Facebook, um, pull up my tracking pixel on the website, pull up my Facebook pixel from the website. And now I want you to take all of those people that visited, scan the pixel, look at all of those people who came to the website in the last 180 days. And you can specify the time period to a maximum of 180 days. So you could say in the last 180 days, everybody that was tagged by the pixel, I want you to go and match the people that came to the website I want you to match it to their Facebook profile and turn that into an audience. So Facebook will look at everybody that came to the website that was tagged with a Facebook pixel. It will cross-reference and say, okay, you have a 1,000 people that came to the website in the last 180 days. Of the 1,000 people, 800 people have a, have a Facebook profile, and then you would be able to turn that into an audience. 
And then when you are creating ads, you can specifically market to the people who came to your website. So this would not be the first time they've seen your website. They are seeing their website, you know, for the third, fourth, or fifth time because they would have come to your website. And now when you use remarketing or retargeting, you're now going to be able to target those people that came to the website um, that were tagged by your tracking pixel. So that's another, that's a great way to get your brand back in front of people's eyes who might have come to your website but never took no action. They didn't buy nothing, they didn't subscribe to nothing, but now you can target them and get your brand so they they could see your brand, you know, three, four, five, six, seven times, however long it might take for them to either, you know, subscribe to your platform, do business with you, or they'll straight up just say, hey, I've seen this ad too much. I'm not interested in this company. And then they kind of, you know, disqualify themselves from doing business with you, which is, which is totally cool. You only want to, you know, generate traffic from people who actually want to do business with you. And then your CRM, your customer relationship manager. So one of the more popular CRMs for marketing purposes is HubSpot. So you can connect your HubSpot to pretty much almost any um, web platform, whether it is um, Wix, WordPress, Squarespace, Shopify, um, you know, building out your own pages. You can connect uh, HubSpot to it. And HubSpot, HubSpot has a wide variety of use case scenarios. It does a hell of a lot of stuff, but I just want to focus on a couple of things. So one of the reasons that I use HubSpot is when people subscribe to the email list, they automatically get entered into my CRM and HubSpot will create a profile for them. And then you're going to be able to see, hey, how did that person find me? It will say that person came and they found you via Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, a Google search, Bing search, Yahoo search, whatever. So you'll be able to see exactly how they found you. And then you're going to be able to see what is the what was the link that brought that specific person to my website. So if I created a blog on, you know, six ways your website can help grow your business and somebody found that uh, blog on Google, they clicked on it, loved the article, subscribed to my platform. When I look at my CRM, I would see that um, Jennifer um, found you via Instagram and the link that she, that the link that she found and clicked on was six ways to grow your six ways your website helps grow your business. Um, and then she subscribed to your platform. And then your CRM is going to track all of the movement she does on your specific website. So you can see, okay, this person is clearly interested in websites because they read 10 of my website blogs. And then you can see if they booked a call or if they purchased a product, but you can track to see exactly what is generating the business for you right? What is bringing the leads to your business? You would be able to track which platform is bringing in the most leads. Is it LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Google, whatever, you know, which blogs are generating the most traffic for you, which is, which is the first seen piece of content generating the most traffic for you. You could generate those reports in HubSpot. And then when you sit down at the end of the month, you can now attribute, you can say, Hey, this one blog, um, generated a hundred thousand dollars for me because this one blog led to people booking these calls that turned into X amount of money or it turned into them um, purchasing these products on the website. And then you could also say, Hey, you guys might think that, you know, uh, 
Instagram was your best platform, but when you look at the data, it was really Facebook that drove the most traffic, um, that got the most subscribers to your platform, that generated the most money for your business. So HubSpot CRM is going to tie all of those activities together um, so that you can now validate you know, what is working for you and how people are finding your website and what piece of content people are coming to your website for. And it can also track the revenue that people are spending on your website. So it's tracking all of that for you, okay? So let's see, let's go. We are on number five. Number five, the fifth way your website helps grow your business. Let's go. Your website can integrate into social media for sales. This is especially critical for Caribbean businesses since we don't have direct e-commerce on the platforms like a Facebook or Instagram. A good example of this is that WooCommerce. So if you are somebody that is on the WordPress platform, this uh, Facebook does this for uh, WooCommerce and also Shopify. Um, those are the two most known ones. Um, there are a couple of other integrations, but anyways, WooCommerce and Shopify can direct, can connect directly to your Facebook business profile. And the, when you set up the Facebook shop, it can, you can direct Facebook shop to pull all of the products from your website and display it on Facebook shop. So you're only managing the, the products on your website. So when you manage, when you add a product or delete a product or change the prices, Facebook would pull the data directly from your WooCommerce shop or your Shopify account and would update the products, update the, the prices and display all of that to people. So when um, people are on Facebook and they go to your Facebook shop, they can see all the products and when they hit checkout, it would bring them to your website's checkout page. Again, we don't have direct settlement um, that Facebook offers in some markets and also Instagram shops is not available in the Caribbean region. So we would have to use our website for to connect to Facebook and that would allow people to see products on our Facebook shop and then they can hit um, add to cart or check out and it would bring them to our website's checkout page for them to fill out their information and make the purchase from there. Another thing you can do with um, Instagram is Instagram only gives you one link, right? So you could use a service. One of the most popular ones is Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E, Linktree, that gives you uh, your own branded link. And then when people click on it, it allows you to add multiple links. So you would add your link tree into your LinkedIn bio on, on Instagram. And then when people on Instagram click it, it opens up a page and now you can see multiple links. So if you're somebody that has, you know, multiple products or if you have your website and you have a, and you have a shop, you can add the link to your shop in your LinkedIn, in, in your link tree. Or if you, if you're, if you are featuring specific products, you can take the links from your specific products that you're, that you're, that you're featuring from your website and add those multiple products in the link tree. That way, when you're creating posts on, on Instagram, your call to action at the end of your post could be, Hey, if you like this product, you know, hit the link in bio and, and click on the product. And then people click on the, the, the link in bio. It opens up, you know, multiple links and they see, Oh, coconut cake soap. Click on that. And it takes them to the checkout page on your website. Right. So that's a, that's another way to kind of help you sell products on Instagram. But again, you need to have your website since we do not have direct settlement 
or any of the e-commerce tools for Facebook and Instagram across the Caribbean region. Lastly, the sixth way to help your website or sixth way your website can help you grow your business. Your website can educate your clients and they will be able to self-qualify themselves to do business with you. When you become a thought leader in your space, pay attention, folks. When you become a thought leader in your space, it builds trust and minimizes objections to your products. Somewhere there is a brand manager or a digital marketer or somebody who, you know, sells products is they're, they're, they're giving me an amen right now. They're giving me a hallelujah to that right now. They're, they're saying either in their mind or out loud, Mr. Rose, say it louder for the ones in the back. Your website can educate your clients and they will be able to self-qualify themselves to do business with you. When you become a thought leader in your space, it can be, it builds trust and minimizes objections to your products. Listen, when you have a website that has all of your, your business information, your products, your services, your prices, your process, there is nothing better than someone going to your website, seeing everything, the prices, your process and whatnot. And them deciding, you know what, this person is not the right fit for me. They're either, you know, they're too expensive, um, I don't like their process, or, you know, maybe I'm not ready for their business yet. And they don't waste your time. You know what it is to not have a website and not have information about your prices, your process, you know, how you conduct business, and you have to answer all of those questions in your DMs, or worse, they, they call you or they schedule a call and you spend 30 minutes answering questions only to realize that these people are not a fit. Your website can, self, can help people self-qualify themselves. So by the time somebody goes to your website and they see, okay, that's the price, that's the process, this is how they help me, this is the business I want to conduct business with. By the time they book that call, they already know they're doing business with you. The call is now the formality. They can simply go to your website, add to cart, and purchase the product because the information is there and they got everything they needed without ever needing to speak to you. Listen, there is no greater feeling than your clients self-qualifying themselves. And even if people ask me questions on DMs, I've created so much content over the years that, again, you know the common questions. You know the questions you get on a repetitive basis. So when you create um, that content on your website, it's a link away. So when I get those questions and people asking, because maybe they came in contact with my brand for the first time, so they haven't, you know, they, 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 they don't know where to get the information, right? So they DM me. They ask me, hey... Um, you know, how does this work? How do you do X, Y, and Z? What's the cost of this product or whatever, whatever, whatever. I can simply say, hey, great question. Hold on. And I grab the link to that product or service or that, or that blog explaining whatever. And I drop the link and I say, hey, check this out. And if you have any questions beyond what is explained in here, then definitely reach out to me. And they say, thank you. 
And then again, people will either self-qualify themselves and they'll know, yes, this is the person or, Hey, I read the art. I read the content, read the information. This is not the, this is not the, the place I can do business with. And then you've just saved time and most importantly, headache. I jokingly tell clients or not just clients, but I jokingly tell people that there's one sponsor I have not gotten a hold of yet. And that is Tylenol or Advil. I just can't afford to take on headache until Tylenol or Advil sponsors me. You know, I can't take on headache. So I am constantly trying to figure out ways in my business to reduce the headache for myself and for my customers. And I say myself first, because if I'm stressed out, if I'm in a headache, I can't show up in my business the way that my clients would need. Right. And they might be, you know, asking, you know, regular questions and I might just explode one day. Ah, this is the 10th time for the day somebody has asked me this basic question. But if you had the content at the ready from your website, you grab the link, you send it, person qualifies themselves, you go back to sipping something strong on the beach (laughs) while your customers are self-qualifying themselves. So folks, those are my six ways your website helps you grow your business. To recap, um, number one, discoverability. Your website will allow you to get picked up by the search engines and people can find you on the Googles, the Bings, the Yahoos, right? Way number two, it automatically makes your brand international. Um, People from all over the world will be able to find your brand, see your brand. When you look at your Google Analytics, you will realize you have people from all over the world coming to your website to read your content or to check out your products. Number three, it extends the sales time of your business. People can shop at the times they shop on Amazon, you know, after 8 p.m. And if you're like folks like me and can't sleep, we're shopping at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. You want people to be able to do that for you, right? And your business, shop whenever they want. Number four, it collects data. Your website will allow you to to collect data. You could build email lists, notification lists, your pixel lists. Your Google Analytics is collecting data for you because it's telling you, you know, what uh, technology people are using to come to your website, what phones people are using to come to your website, what browsers you're using, the countries, how many page views you're getting. Google Analytics is collecting a heck of a lot of data for you so that you can make business decisions moving forward and have a greater understanding of your audience. Your website is collecting all of that data. Social media barely gives you any sort of data. The data you get from LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook is is nothing. That's like, eh, that is a that is nothing compared to what your website is collecting for you when it is set up with the right tools and integrations. If you don't have a website and you believe in LinkedIn data or Facebook data or Instagram data, you have no idea what data is. You don't get access to the data. You know who gets the, you know who really gets the data from social media? Your boy Zucks. Zucks and, and the Googles and and, 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 and and Reed Hoffman, you know, all the people who own social media platforms, they get the real data. They just give us a little a little heh. You know? <laughs> they just give us a little a little a little heh. But your website can collect a ton of data for you to really help your business. And uh, the reason number five, the fifth way, 
Your website can integrate into social media platforms for sales, all right? So remember, you can connect. If you're on Facebook, you can connect your your WooCommerce shop, your Shopify shop. You can connect that to uh, Facebook, and the Facebook shop will pull all of the data from your products and services into Facebook, and that way you're managing the, the products and services from your website alone. And then when people are going to going to your Facebook shop, they can add to cart and check out on your website. Because remember, in the Caribbean, we do not have access to direct settlement on social media. We do not have the Facebook shops that allows you to take payments on Facebook. And we do not have Instagram shops to be able to take payments on Instagram. We don't We don't even have product tagging on, on Instagram in the Caribbean, all right? So your website is godsend in terms of uh, being able to get sales from social media. And lastly, your website can educate your clients so they will be able to self-qualify themselves to do business with you. And that is pretty self-explanatory. So folks, if this if this podcast, if this episode gave you some gems, gave you some nuggets, gave you some things to go and think about, then I need you to drop a rating, you know, drop a, a review, because that is the way the podcast is going to gr- to grow, and feel free to reach out to me on on the social medias or on my website, you know, because I, I want to get my pixel data up and all that other good stuff. So yeah, come to my website, drop a message on my website, <laughs> but definitely reach out, you know, let me know, if, you know, if this episode really helped you out, if it gave you some things to think about, um, and if you guys need more information on getting any one of these things. Uh, integrated into your business, you guys can definitely go to karenrose.com, book yourself a discovery call on my website, and we could definitely have a more in-depth chat about how I could assist you getting some of these things integrated into your platform, all right? So folks, make sure that notepad that you have, the notes that you took, make sure you integrate at least one of these things into your business, um, because again, that's the only way that you're really going to be able to grow. All right. Don't forget to like, share the episode with somebody because somebody needed to hear this today to help them grow their business as well. That is it for me, folks. My name is Karan Rose, or if you're outside of the Caribbean, Karan Rose. (laughs) Have yourself a wonderful day. Take care. You've been listening to the Digiboss, Karan Rose. We hope your notepad was filled after this episode. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. The learning doesn't stop, folks. And to make sure you don't miss any gems from the Digiboss, go over and follow him on all social media platforms at Karan Rose. Folks, don't just sit there with a notepad. We need you to implement at least one thing into your business before the next episode. That's the only way your business levels up. Thanks for listening to Digipreneur FM. Now, Go be great.